Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's concern about the WWE return of John Laurinaitis this morning. Plus, we had some big announcements from NXT last night, and there is some backstage heat on the AEW Ring Crew. For Thursday, March the 11th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. First of all, I never asked for this job. But when you get a call like this, you absolutely have to answer it. As a humble servant of the WWE Universe, that's what I plan to do. Second of all, this is only a temporary GM position. I like to stress the word interim. I am the interim general manager of Raw. And third, I will not be stepping down as executive vice president of Tower Relations. I have a qualified staff that can handle day-to-day operations while I do both jobs. And just to show that I'm in it for you, the WWE Universe, I started a Twitter account where you can contact me with any questions and ideas and suggestions for Monday Night Raw. Follow me, Mr. John Laurinaitis, the Executive Vice President of Talent Relations and the new Interim General Manager of Monday Night Raw at WWE Raw GM. Thank you very much. We announced yesterday that John Laurinaitis has returned to his role in talent relations within WWE. Fightful Select pick up the story from here saying Johnny Ace is back at the helm of talent relations in WWE. This left several wrestlers concerned, at least those that reached out to Fightful. One wrestler indicated Ace's insistence on embracing the diva-style performers over in-ring acumen during his time there and were worried that line of thinking would be reflected in his hiring method again. It was indeed the case that John Laurinaitis did tend to hire people who would be more seen in a diva capacity as opposed to a wrestling capacity. It was the looks were first and the wrestling ability came second. And there is a concern backstage that it may drop back to that level. Uh, Johnny Ace, according to Fightful once more, has been out of the talent relations role for nine years and has replaced Mark Carano. Several WWE wrestlers told us that Mark Carano was easy to work with on the surface, but was hard to trust, particularly after the April 2020 releases. Those cuts in general eroded a lot of trust within the company after several wrestlers were let go who who were made long-term promises. And Carano was said to be a part of that. So Carano, whilst wasn't the most liked person there for those reasons, there certainly was a little bit more 
a little bit more comfort with him being in that role than John Laurinaitis, who hasn't been doing it for almost a decade now. And the industry has changed a lot since John Laurinaitis took that role on, first of all. We're talking like, we're talking about back in 2012. You think how much wrestling looks now, how different it looks compared to how it looked in 2012 when we had the Divas Heavyweight Championship with that butterfly belt the the overall presentation uh, very different to what we have now and there is some concerns that it may go back that way uh, so John Laurinaitis who was the head of talent relations back in 2004 when Jim Ross decided to step away uh, was in that position until 2012 uh, he worked obviously as an on-air talent as well and I say that because I do genuinely believe that if they get an opportunity to do so, as I said yesterday, we may see Johnny Ace not just working behind the scenes, but maybe in front of the camera as well. After the unfortunate happenings of last week and the injustice of the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship that I'm afraid that you had to go through, I am sick and tired of waiting for other people to make the decisions for me. So the NXT team have decided to make a decision ourselves. And being that you were the winners of the Dusty Cup, from tonight, going forward, you are the new NXT Women's Champions. You are. Congratulations, you both deserve it, to be the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. most talented division in the world and we went through every single one of you NXT women's tag titles yeah that's great it's amazing and if we're gonna have champions you're gonna need challengers so what we're getting at here is why don't you defend those titles against us Tonight. Under the strength of Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai running right in to Gonzalez. Gonzalez taken out. Back into the live action. Blackheart from behind. Blackheart's got the pin. Shoulders are down. There you heard one of the first announcements from William Regal playing out on last night's episode of NXT. We have brand spanking new NXT Women's Tag Team title belts. Those belts were awarded to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez at the start of the show last night. 
after the controversial finish to their match against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. And an hour later, they lost those titles to Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. And it looks already from last night's episode of NXT that they are moving on to other things. And Shotzi and Ember will be the the premier tag team in the NXT women's tag team division. This was a rumor from about a week or so ago. Uh, this was an interesting way to get to the point where we have a women's tag division in NXT, but we got there all the same. That was the first announcement from William Regal last night. The second was pertaining to NXT TakeOver. Seven years ago, NXT revolutionized the sports entertainment industry, and we haven't looked back. From London to LA, Toronto to New York, War Games to In Your House. When we take over, NXT always delivers. Now, for the first time ever, a takeover so big, it has to be two nights. Takeover, stand and deliver. Takeover, stand and deliver. Night one, Wednesday, April 7th, 8 p.m. Live on the USA Network. Takeover, stand and deliver. Night two, Thursday, April 8th, 8 p.m. Live exclusively on Peacock. Two nights, one message. We will stand and deliver because we are There you go. NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver taking place on Wednesday, April the 7th and Thursday, April the 8th. The first two-night TakeOver special in NXT history. The first one airing on the USA Network. The second live on Peacock in the US and on the WWE Network everywhere else. So this shakes things up for WrestleMania week. It's going to be a busy one. So this is how WrestleMania week is looking for the WWE side of things. So Monday, the 5th of April, it all begins with Monday Night Raw on the USA Network from the Thunderdome. On Tuesday, the 6th, we will have the WWE Hall of Fame ceremony on Peacock and live on the network. Uh, we'll talk more about the Hall of Fame in a little bit. Wednesday, the 7th of April, as we've discussed there, NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 1 will air on the USA Network. And on the 8th, Thursday, the 8th of April, we will have Stand and Deliver Night 2, which is going to be on Peacock and the WWE Network. Then to Friday, the 9th of April, Friday Night Smackdown on Fox Saturday, the 10th of April, we properly begin WrestleMania now. WrestleMania 37, night one, being on Peacock and the network, as will night two on Sunday, the 11th of April. And then on Monday, the 12th of April, that grueling schedule concludes with Monday Night Raw once again on the USA Network. WWE running a an impressive block of eight shows back-to-back -back during WrestleMania week. Two double-night pay-per-view events in amongst Hall of Fame and your usual Raw and SmackDown fair as well. It is going to be a very busy week. Not one person in Cultaholic has booked holiday that week, you'll be pleased to know. 
We'll talk more about what happened on NXT last night, including uh, the main event, which sees the NXT Championship decided between Finn Balor and Adam Cole. We'll talk more on that on NXT Graded on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later on today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ring the bell! Subscribe to Audible through Cultaholic and get a free wrestling audiobook for life. Maybe you want to check out Dylan Postel's book, Life is Short and So Am I. You will not believe the very real story behind Hornswoggle. You just thought he was a fun comedy character in WWE. The stuff that he had going on behind the scenes, you have to read or listen to to believe. You can get that for free or select from a whole selection of other wrestling books when you sign up to Audible for a free 30-day trial. If you don't want to keep Audible after 30 days, if you don't want thousands of stories in your ears, you can cancel. It won't cost you a penny, but you can keep the audiobook that we gave you as a gift from us. To find out more, head to cultaholic.com forward slash audible there is backstage heat this morning on the aew ring crew following that infamous botch from revolution on sunday fightful select share this one saying fightful spoke with names backstage at aew revolution this weekend and confirmed the wrestling observer radio report of kenny omega being upset about the situation unfolding the way that it did we are told that the third party rigging crew responsible brushed the situation off and were not very apologetic about the way things happened, leading to pretty significant heat on them. One wrestler joked with us that they wished the rigging crew would have got that kind of heat during the main event segment and they wouldn't be in this situation. No, we, we can laugh about it now. Uh, Fightful say we've reached out to AEW officials but haven't got an on the record comment. Onwards and upwards for AEW. They announced last night on Dynamite they are bringing back the Lights Out match. Next week, 
St. Patrick's Day Slam, a special episode of AEW Dynamite, will be headlined by Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker in an unsanctioned Lights Out match. The third one in AEW history. Kenny Omega and John Moxley had a belter back at full gear. Joey Janela had one with Kenny Omega on the second ever episode of AEW Dark. This is the first time uh, that the women's division have got to play in the unsanctioned playground that is the Lights Out match and it will be headlining Dynamite next week. Also on Dynamite last night we saw not only the birth of a brand new faction headed up by MJF but we saw a heel turn for Scorpio Sky following his match with Darby Allen over the TNT Championship. Jack will have everything you need to know about last night's Dynamite on AEW Graded later on today. And Ross will be giving his opinions on it on the AEWTF moments later today on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. We have an update on WWE suing US immigration. Yes, this was the thing that was happening. We can confirm from heel by nature that WWE has dismissed a lawsuit against US citizenship and immigration services. Now, according to the court records obtained by heel by nature, WWE had filed a voluntary dismissal with the US District Court. The lawsuit was filed back in January the 26th. The nature of it was sealed to the public. We don't know uh, if a settlement was reached due to courts records being sealed. We don't know exactly what went down. We can't tell you. Just a thought, because this is an issue they had with citizenship and immigration services. Uh, this week, Jordan Devlin appears on NXT to announce that his travel ban's been lifted. And there was a video of him at an airport. And he'll be on NXT next week. Could there be a connection there? It's just a hack theory. A while ago, we told you about a WWE reality show called Most Wanted Treasure. We can confirm that show now has a start date. It'll be on Sunday, the 18th of April at 10 p.m. on A&E. So this is the series where Triple H and Stephanie McMahon send WWE legends and Hall of Famers to bring iconic pieces of missing memorabilia back to the WWE archive. So this involves, and from the video we see people like Greg the Hammer Valentine and Booker T and Mick Foley going to visit fans who own this memorabilia and bringing it back home to WWE. I hope they get some compensation for it. I'm just saying, if I bought Booker T's robe on an auction website and Booker T turned up and went, hey, I need that King Booker robe back, I'd be livid. Got some XFL news for you. I haven't had an XFL update in a while. Thought it'd be nice to nip in and see how Dwayne The Rock Johnson and co are getting on with Vince's old football product. Well, it's uh, been suspended. So they're working on a relationship with the Canadian Football League at the moment. Consequently, the 2022 XFL season is on hold. The owner of the XFL, Danny Garcia, put out a statement saying, quote, Since we first acquired the XFL, we have focused on identifying partners who share our vision and values on and off the field. A vision filled with opportunity, innovation and the highest level of entertainment value for the benefit of our athletes, fans and communities. The CFL has expressed that similar sentiment and jointly we recognise a great opportunity to build exciting, innovative football experiences that make the most of each league's unique strengths. I look forward to our continued discussions and we will update the sports community as we have more to share. Uh, the CFL also put out an update saying, we ended up having this conversation with the ownership group with the XFL. 
said uh, Randy Ambrosi, the CFL commissioner. Somewhere in all of that, we ended up reaching a point where we think there's a common vision, a lot of common DNA. What we really want to do today is not have those discussions in the shadows. We want to have a more transparent conversation. So a partnership between the CFL and the XFL looks like it's in the works. This is something that doesn't happen overnight. Consequently, they are putting plans to launch the XFL next year on hold. It may still happen next year. Chances are, if they've officially announced it's on hold, this may move the league back to maybe 2023. We'll keep you updated. We're about to find out who is number three. Come on down. Are you kidding me? I kid you not, Kane. Oh my God. Mighty Molly Holly. Mighty Molly Holly. Well, I guess we should just say Molly Holly was in the first Women's Royal Rumble 2018, but returns tonight, King, as her superhero alter ego, Mighty Molly. Mighty Molly, this is great. <laughs> Where's the hurricane at? And finally, a wonderful moment on WWE's The Bump occurred yesterday on the subject of the WWE Hall of Fame. Not only are we going to see the guys from 2020's Hall of Fame going in as planned, they were meant to do this last year, but we will have an entirely new class for this year as well. And we found out the first name for that class and it was revealed by Gregory Helms to his former superhero sidekick, Molly Holly. You know, tremendous admiration that not only you, but the entire WWE universe has for Molly. Um, do you have something that you would like to share here on The Bump? Actually, actually, I do. And Molly, I think you might like this. My hurry senses tell me that you are going to like this. It is... It is my esteemed honor and privilege to announce that the first inductee into the WWE 2021 Hall of Fame is you, Mighty Mouth. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That is awesome! Oh, thank you! Thank you so much! Oh wow, this is incredible! Speech, speech, give us speech. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is just incredible. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, um, just, I don't know, you deserve it. Everybody knows you deserve it. And I think it, when this news breaks, everybody's just going to be super happy for you. It's a no brainer. You know, you belong in there. Uh, I'm going to be in the crowd cheering for you when you accept your. Hall of Fame ring. Thank you so much. It was so awesome to hear it from you. That is really special. So thank you. Well, Molly, congratulations. Um, it's been so great catching up with you. We're gonna end up. We're gonna stay around and chat with Shane for a little bit. But Molly, uh, we will be able to see you the special Hall of Fame special on Peacock Tuesday, April the sixth. It will include the 2020 class as well as the 2021 class. There'll be more details to come for the next couple of weeks on WWE programming uh, and platforms. But again, Molly, Holly, thank you. Congratulations. Uh, you are thank so you. deserving. And 
Again, I know it's so cool to yeah to hear that news from your pal Shane. <laughs> yeah, I I am like speechless. I'm so excited. So thank you so much for having me on the phone, the the video and on the bump. <laughs> and um, I just I, I guess I'll see you um, at the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a gorgeous moment? I love that so much. Molly Holly, congratulations on joining the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2021. It's going to be a busy classroom this year because the Hall of Fame class of 2020 is going in uh, in Wrestle during WrestleMania week as well. So, as well as Molly Holly for 2021 and whoever else goes into the Hall of Fame, we'll let you know when we know. Also being inducted for last year is Batista, the New World Order, the Bella Twins, JBL, the British Bulldog and Jushin Thunder Liger. It is going to be a crowded classroom for the WWE Hall of Fame this year. On the Cultaholic Twitch stream tonight, Sam Driver is back from 6pm Greenwich Mean Time. Always a joy to watch Sam doing his thing on Twitch. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel, NXT graded, AEW graded, the AEWTF moments. Plus, check out 10 incredible recent wrestler transformations. You must have seen that picture of Vladimir Kozlov doing the rounds. The one where he looks like an extra, like a non-playable character out of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That one. He's in the list for some real surprises in there as well. On the Cultaholic podcast feed, probably just below this podcast you're listening to now, you can check out a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps. I am in conversation with Scottish wrestling star Jayla Dark. Now retired from the wrestling world, she looks back on 10 years that she spent doing her thing. Plus, she talks about the time in Ice Ribbon where Hikaru Shida offered to throw her under a train. You have to hear it to believe it. And at Cultaholic.com, Jack asks in his new weekly column, how does AEW bounce back from Revolution's botched finish? Maybe we talk to the ring crew about that. Maybe we do. Read Jack's thoughts at Cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 